This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Knock that fire down, 19. Copy, Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. How long do you wait for your food to show up at a restaurant before you call it a night? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, why are we asking this question, Bradley? Well, so I was on the Twitter beast last night in bed, and I came across okay, this. That could have done without that. I uh, came across this little ditty. From a guy we know and love. His name is Rick Nelson, a food writer for the Star Tribune. Quote, hey, Twitterverse, how long will you wait for food? We ordered an hour and 15 minutes ago, and nada. We're at a casual St. Paul restaurant. No bread basket to tide us over. At what point do you call it a night? So I saw that, and then there's there's a wonderful conversation that happens as a result of that, and we can go into it. But it got me thinking, because I feel so heard and seen there are times when you sit down and order something and you're like did they forget about me yeah nobody told me and i want my food and i'm hangry okay and i don't want to be rude but like you probably start there and then you quickly go down the slippery slope because indeed you are hangry yeah and then it turns into all out mayhem well and i'm giving like stink eyes to people like that i think are staff and i don't know who to address but and i'm afraid to say anything cuz i might bite someone's head off right cuz i'm that hungry yeah 6516411071 how long do you wait for food before you just get up and leave Okay, so do you have a a personal rule about this, Bradley? I don't have a time limit, but I will say um, I would have a time limit more likely to when I complain. Okay, and how how long do you go without complaining? I feel like 30 minutes is, unless you know you're ordering something, and this again was at a casual restaurant. Right. If you're ordering like the Peking duck, I realize that it's going to be a while, right? If you order... Why... Why would why I is just, Peking Duck take so you, Don't you remember? It's always like Peking Duck on the menu. Is like, please call us 24 hours in oh, advance if you want yes, the Peking Duck. And I do like it when they say, like, this item that you may order will take, allow for extra time. Then yeah. I'm like, I will allow for that extra time. Yeah, for example, like a deep dish pizza. Right. You're not getting no deep dish pizza in 20 minutes. I get it. Yeah. But, like, I, I feel like 30 minutes is more than enough time to get your food after you put the order in. And if it's going to be longer than that, not that it can't be, because you can have your drinks and cocktails yeah. and appies and like trust the minute there's like a possibility to get food in my uh, mouth I'm gonna <laughs> put it in there um, so I'm not unreasonable but I think 30 minutes after putting your order in you should have heard something and if you haven't heard something I mean I do think that's when I, I, I would say something twice 
before I would be like, peace out. Yeah. And the first mention might be about 40 minutes and then I might give it 20 more after that. But if we're approaching an hour and the food has not arrived that I ordered an hour prior, then I'm probably not a happy camper. Yeah. Because now I'm hangry and I'm thinking now I got to go somewhere else or go home and make something or go somewhere else and wait for something. And I'm already hangry and I'm going to eat somebody. Yeah. And I will say, too, that I think it depends on how many people you're with and all that. Like, so if you're at a big party, I'm not like I, I, I'm i saying you and I are just going out to dinner and yeah. we put in our order and a half hour goes by and you're like, we haven't heard anything. Yeah. And they haven't said anything. Yeah. Then I'm now talking. I'm going to be starting to like just ask. Yep. You know, I don't know that I'm actually going to leave. And I will tell you, as far as Rick's actual story is concerned, uh, once he alerted and I think it was about um, I think it was about the 45 minute mark. Yeah. Is when they alerted staff and it took about another 35 minutes mm-hmm. to get the food out. So, um, you know, it eventually took well over an hour and a half. And he food. was like delightful. He's, like, I mean, God love him. He is a far kinder man than I am. No, we would have tables would have been turned yeah. over. And I'm not rude. Like to say, like, I don't I'm not, I don't think people would think I was rude. But inside there is a rage burning. It's like the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> yes. OK, let's go to the phone. Six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. How long do you wait for your food before you just call it a night? Jennifer's on the line. Hi, Jennifer. Hi. How long do you wait for your food at a restaurant before you decide to just up and go? Forty-five minutes is long enough. I mean, I feel like, especially if it's just, you know, like a casual restaurant, I actually feel like that's way more time than necessary. Yeah, yeah. Um, it happened. We, uh, my boyfriend and I, were out to eat before his birthday. We were singing karaoke, and we had a deadline. And we were sitting there, and we ordered our food, had a drink. I'm like, okay. I'm like, have you noticed? Like twenty, thirty minutes have gone by, and then the bartender, oh, bought us a drink, didn't tell us that. They were totally short-staffed, and that would have. Oh. And we're very understanding. Yeah. We're both yeah. in the service industry, but he tells us, you know, they're short-staffed, and then another twenty, and finally, that's when we were like, we just we have to go. We're sorry, yeah. cancel the order because we've got to eat and go sing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you, Jennifer, yeah, for your no, call. I- but 45 minutes, 45 minutes. And, and again, she's saying 45 minutes to walk. Yep. Um, you know, if I were going to put a time on it, I would say like an hour. I'm feeling very ready to move. Mm-hmm. I But I say that in all honesty, I can't remember a time I've actually ever acted upon that. Right. Um, you know, usually, I don't think I have either. Because usually you interact with the, the server at some point. Now, if they are just completely gone yep well then bye yep lee's on the line hi lee lee how long do you wait lee until before for your food before you call it a night hi am i on yes hi okay i gotta tell you a quick little story about we went to kansas city um for the eclipse a couple years ago my husband and myself my brother and another friend we looked up a restaurant in the hotel guide we wanted to have barbecue kansas city barbecue so we looked up a, a you know, a barbecue restaurant. We went there. We were told it'd be about a 20 minute wait. It's like, okay, well, we got seated right away, which was kind of odd because they said 20 minute wait. Uh-huh. So we get seated and we're there. No one comes with water. No one comes for a drink order. We're there probably 40, 45 minutes. And this other group of people at another table, they get up and they start to leave. And this woman comes running out of the kitchen. Don't you ever come back here. Don't you ever come back here. You can't leave without your food. And I'm saying, 
this, you know, they probably waited another half an hour longer than we have. Wow. They at least had cocktails. Wow. We could have been drinking that whole time, for crying out loud. We were on vacation. Wow. That's crazy. So wow. we left a little bit later. So it took us about an hour, and that wasn't waiting for food. That was waiting for water or a drink order. Oh, okay, no, that we never got our bar menu order because we yeah. were done thank you for your call i cannot believe bring the bar order uh-uh. and it's been 20 minutes i am gone oh i want to see that water with an <laughs> i sound like a snob but i think we all know like if i'm seated if i've waited more than 15 minutes for water just the no. water i'm like no the water mint water is an acknowledgement that the you staff exist. sees you you, you yeah. exist yes. in this space let's let's finish this up with gary hi gary gary how long do you wait for food before you call it a night um, did you say Gary? I did. Yeah. Hi. Hi, guys. Um, uh, I waited 45 minutes uh, to uh, an hour, but uh, I was telling your producer that at one point uh, when I was in a very, very, you know, well-known family restaurant by myself, uh, I was seated immediately, and then nobody showed up, so I just took out my cell phone, I ordered Domino's, and I had it delivered to the restaurant. <laughs> oh, oh my, God. my gosh, Gary. That is so delightful. You are my hero. Have a great day. Thanks, Gary. I might just have called up the restaurant I was at and, and said, ordered takeout for there. Or had just said, hi, yeah. I've been sitting at table number 45 for the last hour. Can I get some service? You know, and the, what Gary just brought up is actually, like, that's a whole different ball game when you are dining alone. Um, my husband, when he was in a psychology class in college, did like a study about the experience of dining alone, basically, yeah. and how you're treated. And oftentimes they will assume that you're meeting somebody there and not even approach the yeah. table. And so that, you know, sometimes you have to like send up some flares in a situation like that. Stephanie March, you know, she, um, a wonderful food talker and writer as well. She responded to Rick Nelson's tweet that the once you hit that hour mark, you're out. All bets Bye. are off. See you later. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Bradley and I both cord cutters. Holly, I don't even know if she ever had a cord to begin with. Mm-mm. Okay, so the three of us are without traditional cable television. But you know what? Cord cutting is getting to be so much confusion. It's no longer just cutting the cord and figuring out the service you're going to go with. It's so confusing that even... We, the cord cutters, are confused. It's really cord fusing. You worked on that. No, Bradley's going to try to straighten all this out for us, and then we'll probably... Where cord cutting used to be simple, cut the cord, find another service to go with, maybe supplement it with some Netflix and some Hulu. Uh, now it's so confusing that even we, who have cut cords, and we're probably early adopters, are even confused. This is the Colleen oh, and Bradley show. So hard. My Talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Yeah. Bradley, okay. <laughs> are you okay, Holly? No. Okay. Yeah, you shouldn't be. Wow. Thanks for the vote of confidence. So I got this uh, article in my internet box today. Uh huh. And it says ATT kills DirecTV now brand name as TV subscribers leave in droves. DirecTV now becomes AT&T TV now as AT&T plans confusing array of TV services. Oy. Okay, Yikes. so I have DirecTV now. Long story short, DirecTV now is a... Oh, do you? Yep. I did not know this. Mm-hmm. I thought you had like something else. I lied. I don't have DirecTV now. 
No, you have something. No, nope, I have PlayStation View. Yeah, um, which I also used to have. Yeah, and then for a while I had the what was the other one we had? Uh, Slingbox. Jingle Hopper. Slingbox. Slingbox. Yeah. And um, okay, but Directv now. I used to have Directv. That's the satellite TV company. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, cord cut. Long story short, I mm-hmm. need a streaming service. Mm-hmm. So not a streaming service, a live TV service that's streaming as well. Also and kind of, and they called it. Direct TV now. So it's like Direct TV, but you don't need a satellite. You just need your Wi Fi. You just need the Wi Fi. You need to have the internet connection. Yeah. And it was uh, a lot cheaper. So awesome. There's a bunch of those kind of services about. We just mentioned a number of them. Well, you remember AT&T then bought DirecTV? I forgot about that, but now I remember. And AT&T decided most recently, and that's why we're talking about it today, that they're going to kill the DirecTV Now brand, although they're going to keep the service, and they're going to rename the service AT&T TV Now. Which I mean, how many T's? AT&T TV Now. It's a lot of T's. Yes. It's a lot of words. It sounds like a tease. Exactly. So they announced that DirecTV Now will become AT&T TV Now later this summer. AT&T announced this today. Now, AT&T... Okay. DirecTV Careful. Now, which is the future AT&T TV Now, offers a bundle of linear TV channels similar to traditional cable and satellite services. And AT&T said its core offering will not be changed. Also, DirecTV will still exist, so they're still going to have the DirecTV, but just not DirecTV Now, and the DirecTV Now will be called AT&T TV Now. Okay. So What do I need to do? So, right? That sounds confusing, but essentially it just means they changed the name. But then I learned that AT&T has other live TV services because AT&T also owns what? I don't Holly? Know. HBO. Because oh. they own they own Warner Brothers and Warner Media. They exactly. own like almost everything that Disney does. They're no. like the Disney mm-hmm. of whatever they do. Yeah. So that's <laughs> telecommunication. H- so that's HBO Go, HBO Now, and the new one, which is gonna be called HBO Max. Okay, I can't even keep also? those straight. I'm already do they have somebody on their team who understands consumers no. and brands? No. Because I feel like they don't. Do you know what HBO Max is going to have that no. HBO Go and Now doesn't have? And what? I still can't remember the difference between Go and Now. A cloud that you can ride on? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> a unicorn. I don't understand. HBO, HBO Max is go- Well, go ahead, Holly. Oh, I was just going to say the difference, I think, between the HBOs is that HBO Go is what you have when you already have a subscription to HBO via your cable provider and HBO now is the thing that you can or you've buy it's like your a la carte like your- hey it's mike and i'm so excited to tell you about factor's delicious ready to eat meals we're all busy and with factor eating fresh never frozen chef crafted meals has never been simpler 2 minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are you'll have over 35 different options to choose from including calorie smart Protein Plus and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. 
Head to Factormeals.com slash BTPod50 and use code BTPod50 to get 50% off. That's code BTPod50 at Factormeals.com slash BTPod50 to get 50% off. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Standalone situation that you just And what's max? Or unless you have DirecTV Now, which is now AT&T TV Now, which allows you to buy $9.95 a month HBO Go I'm or broken. Now. I'm broken. But HBO Max is going to have all the HBO stuff, but it's also going to have a bunch of what? Warner Brothers properties. Why? I don't know. <laughs> because Friends. Friends is going to be on HBO Max. That's what you need to know. Friends is leaving <laughs> Netflix, and it's going to be on HBO Max, even though they're calling it HBO when there's a bunch of things that have nothing to do with HBO. Now, I in addition to, to that, nap. can I have a break? I need no, a break. We don't have time. Okay. Also, AT and T also offers something called Watch TV. What yeah, is Watch that's TV? What I do. <laughs> Watch TV is a fifteen dollars <laughs> streaming plan with thirty five channels, multiple HBO branded services, and uh, that will also <laughs> include the HBO Max stuff, which is coming in twenty twenty, and will combine the HBO. Do you I'm see sweating. why I'm this is so right problematic? Now. So we went from having like one or two options to having five bazillion options. <sighs> It is so confusing. It's incredibly confusing. And honestly, I don't understand. Like, I don't understand, for example, why somebody still has DirecTV, the satellite. Yeah. Because what I have on DirecTV now, which is now going to be AT&T TV now, is essentially the same thing. There's even a DVD play or a DVR function. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I mean, presumably there's a bunch of sports channels and all kinds of stuff you don't get on. Well, and if you don't have good um, Wi-Fi coverage where you are, it would be difficult to have that. But oh my, I can't, my head is spinning. So I'm sorry that we did not provide any resolution for everybody. We didn't mean to. All you need to know is this is a mess, y'all. It ain't good. What I'm saying is, it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. Before it gets better. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, here's some mess you want to listen to. Uh, we've got celebrities behaving badly. We call them D-bags. And we're gonna- we've got some celebrities behaving badly to tell you about on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer. These are those celebrities behaving badly that we call... Dick Beach. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Deep Beaks. That's what I heard. Okay. Deep <laughs> uh, Today, my D bag is Farah Abraham. Oh, Farah. What's Farah Abraham <sighs> doing? Well, um, in between her extensive fillers, puffers up, and uh, face stretching uh, regime, because if you look at pictures of her recently, you cannot tell it's her. She's doing an interview with Perez Hilton. Oh, no. Um, and she was asked a lot of questions. Uh, and I just wanted to highlight one of the things she said. Would you like to know why she does not turn off the comments on her 
10-year-old daughter's Instagram account. Because mm, she likes to see creepers creeping on her daughter. Okay, so let's just start with the fact that her 10-year-old daughter has an Instagram account, yeah. okay? And uh, to that, she says, I have given Sophia her own platform so she can be all of Sophia and none of the negativity that I've had to overcome in my work and my career. So that's her explanation for why she's given her daughter an Instagram account that her daughter can see, has access to, but that she allegedly manages. That I don't even know that's what that weird. meant. But then she was asked by Perez Hilton, do you turn off the comments feature on Sophia's Instagram account? She said she doesn't. She said, I actually allow it now because I feel like all the horrible stuff people leave about children should be seen. Why not empower children to be as amazing, as smart, and as gifted as they can be rather than hateful toward other children? Wait, what? What? I don't, the two, how are they connected? That doesn't make sense. Okay, first of all. I want to empower them to be trolled? Because the thing about it is, yes, other people see the mean comments that people write about children, but so does the child that has had those things written about them. Oh. Yeah, exactly. That's terrible. Yeah, you're not doing anything but allowing your child to be trolled. Exactly. Now, and also... Had, oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, if she had said, I think it's important to... Exp- like, I think this is dumb, and I don't think this is appropriate, but at least if she had said, I allow it because I want her to see how twisted and horrible the world can really be and then i provide her some context so she understands not to take those things personally but she's going to grow up in a world where that's going to exist so i would like her to get a taste of that i don't agree with it i wouldn't do it myself but at least if she had said that that would make a rational like uh, like there's parenting involved in that like there is a thought and a solution and there's guidance in there but what you just spit out didn't actually the two things did not go together. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. Also, please, did you open up this article and look at her face? I don't like to make fun of... That's not okay to do. The only I'm not making fun of her face. Yeah, I'm just remarking that. about the fact that it does not look like she has any of the original parts she came to Earth with. <laughs> and it's very... I you're being so serious about it. Yeah. The girl looks like a crazy alien. She does. And it's because she shot all this stuff in her face. There is nothing shamey about that. That is just being honest. And trust. And she trust. was not born. You are with listening that face. to people that are happy to to shoot stuff into our faces. Oh yeah. Give mm-hmm. me some. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, where's but, mine? But when you start to look like invasion of the duck people, then you've gone a little too far. That's not natural. Yeah. I mean I just I, and what does that say to your daughter? Who, so I, that just makes it's me sad. just we like imagine a family photo in like twenty years. Mm-hmm. They're not going to look related. Uh-uh. No, and Sophia's, and this is what's going to happen to Sophia. She's going to think my mom didn't look good enough, and I look like my mom used to look. So thus, I don't look good enough. And then she's going to be a duck person by the time. I mean, she's going to be like the Kardashians. There's, there's a difference between. Getting a little Botox, getting a little filler and the big dents in your head. Um, Maybe a little lip plump. Yeah, you got to be real careful with that. I agree, but within reason. Yeah. It's when, again, you don't resemble a human being any longer. Yeah, she looks like a A silicone doll. doll. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, the truth is out there. (laughs) I can't help it if we're honest. (laughs) 
Now, it's so obvious. It's so obvious that your face does not look normal. And it is your fault. Exactly. Normally, it used to be that we would just make fun of you for looking funny. Uh-huh. We can't do we that can't anymore. We can't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so. Just so we pick on somebody else. <laughs> no, that's not what we're saying. <sighs> okay. Do you, can I give you my yeah. D-bang? Yeah. Please. please. Please give me your D-bang, Bradley. I would, I would like to. I'm going to take over. it out. Put on some gloves. Hand okay. it over. Thank you. There you go. Okay, so mine is sort of a D-bag duo because it's both Jordan Woods and Cosmo in this particular case. Because I saw the headline as it appeared in Cosmo. Jordan Woods compares compares Kardashian-Jenner cheating scandal fallout to cancer. Okay. And I was like, oof. Deep breaths. Deep breaths. So Jordan Woods, of course... Long story short, she's the bestie, Kylie's bestie, who allegedly got all freaky with Tristan Thompson, the, Khloe Kardashian's ex-man. Exactly. Essentially. Yeah. It's all lies, regardless. She's talking about it. Jordan Woods compares Kardashian-Jenner cheating scandal to cancer. No. no. So my original response to that was, if she compares the trouble that she has gone through to somebody dealing with cancer... I am going to lose it, rightfully so. My first thought is, I hope she just spelled canker sore wrong. (laughs) Like a canker sore. Because that's fine. would be true. Exactly. Um, And they talk about her (laughs) spilling a bunch of piping hot tea about the scandal. And here's what she said. Bleep happens. And in the end, by the way, the, the... the asterisk that they used in Cosmo is like a pot leaf. Oh. It looks like a marijuana leaf. Oh, that's anyway, sleep happens. And in the end, I never want to see anyone hurt. I would hate to be the reason for anyone's pain. It becomes addictive to look at it on the internet, to look at your name. When I would look, and she's talking about the fallout, when I would look at my name and see all the things that people were saying, it became like a tumor. It became cancerous to me. No, 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 no. That to me is a little better because yeah. what she's saying is cancerous. Right. And cancerous is an adjective. Yes. So technically, Jordan Woods did not say it was like having cancer. But right? Cosmo or did. Comparing the fallout to cancer. Yeah. It's maybe not an artful choice of words. Do I expect Jordan Woods to be artful in her, her words? No more than anybody else who's just talking Dumb. off. <laughs> stop. Talking off the cuff about. A cheating scandal, yeah. right? Like, I'm not putting a lot of time and money in the words that right. she's choosing for that conversation. Right. So Cosmo, I feel like, is the bigger D-bag here because they frame this as compares fallout to cancer. No, she said it was cancerous. She did say it was, it became like a tumor. But in that regard, she's using, what, a metaphor? Yeah. A simile? It's a metaphor because she's not... No, like, so that's a sim- simile. Simile. Is it like or as? I don't know. I got to get my 12-year-old on here to tell <laughs> I us. I think it's a simile. I thought the simile was... Okay, it doesn't matter. We'll work on our English later, but right now, what we need to deal with is Jordan Wood being a D-bag. So, it's a it's a metaphor. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, just, I had to Google. I had to Google. Okay. But anyway, back to the uh, thing. She was saying it's like a tumor. She didn't say it was a tumor. 
You know, like she didn't say it was like having. Well, she didn't even say it was like having cancer because that would have been offensive to use that metaphor. Um, But I I feel like the way that she actually talked about it was fine. It was just, you know, overblown. Sure. But Cosmo did not need need to waste my time and make me think. Yeah. But you know what they did? They got me to click. Exactly. They did their job, which Mm -hmm. is why I hate them even more right now. Because fool me once, shame on you. Fool me 5,862 times. You can't fool me Although again. Although technically, I'm supposed to get fooled because it's my job. That's what we do for a living. We get fooled. <laughs> We're a bunch of fools that get getting fooled. fooled and getting schooled from <laughs> noon to three right here on My Talk 1071. Well, you know, here uh, there is an article that I clicked on today, and it was all about Jamila Jamil, who we are obsessed with just in general because she speaks a lot of truths. Well, this time she's going after Piers Morgan. And this is the clappiest clap back that's ever been clapped. Well, Jamila Jamil has clapped back at Piers Morgan. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to tell you the story of uh, our our very own hero, Jamila Jamil. Okay. On the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trader. So, um, Maybe that was not the appropriate word to use during our segment about super woke Jamila Jamil. Because I can say whatever I want. <laughs> okay. So so you know that Meghan Markle uh has guest edited the l- latest edition of Vogue magazine. Yes, that was the big news. That was the big news. And um and now that issue is out. It has dropped, as it were. Mm-hmm. Now, what, one of the things that has caught people's attention is that rather than making herself, Meghan Markle, the cover person yep. for this issue, she has selected um, some change makers, specifically female change makers, uh, to highlight in this issue, like Yara Shahidi and Gemma Chan and Jamila Jamil. Awesome. Now, Jamila Jamil, one of kind of her things is to... And actually, she... This this is I'll just use her own words. So her Twitter bio reads, I fight the people who profit from your shame. She's an actress. Uh, She's on the show The Good Place. And one of the things she loves to do is, you know, take to task celebrities like the Kardashians who push those fit tees, who take money from companies by basically body shaming you. Yep. In any case, um, Piers Morgan not only was taking Meghan Markle to task for a number of different things. And he's got an axe to grind with Meghan well, Markle. He He's just an axe grinder right. in general. Right. A pot stirrer, if you will. Right. But he really does have his own like personal axe to grind with Meghan Markle because he says essentially like they had like a friendship and then she ghosted, ghosted him. Ghosted him, yeah. When she realized he couldn't do anything for her. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but so admittedly like he is he was going to have opinions about this regardless but one of the things he zeroed in on was Jamila Jamil is one of the people who was on the, the cover of this Vogue issue that Meghan yeah. Markle guest uh, edited yeah here's what he tweeted okay here's Morgan one of Meghan's quote kind and inspiring female empowering quote Vogue heroines is Jamila Jamil, who called Beyonce a stripper, said Miley Cyrus was a with no platform, and told Rihanna to put your away. Okay, so he basically is like, you know, just so you know, this girl is not who you think she is. And he had said, by the way, of the cover, that it was a, quote, hypocritical, super woke Vogue stunt. 
Well, here's how Jamila replied. Okay. She says, my pinned tweet, which I'm going to read to you in just a second, is all of the mistakes I made, owning up to being problematic when I was young. I have nothing to hide. You are old and still a problematic, slut-shaming, fat-shaming, misogynist, irrelevant, bleep, bleep, smeared across (laughs) our country. Smeared across our country. I love the British. I. They just understand the English language. I was like, whoa, shut that all the way down. And so here's what, and she also then added, of Piers Morgan. He is just the thirstiest B-word alive. Yeah. Which which you understand because, again, he's bitter that Meghan Markle ghosted him because, well, I'm sorry. When you are engaged to royalty, you're not going to be able to be besties with Piers Morgan. I'm because gonna, I don't yeah. know if you've met him. He is a flaming, hot, radioactive dump. And you can't be seen with or talk to somebody like that lest he start smack talking your your business absolutely on blast yeah he just he's not the person you want to align with if you are yeah a it's human, just smart but, to like if you're royalty for exactly, sure exactly well here i said i would read jamila jamil's pinned tweet that she referred to where she basically atones for um the person who she has been and i love it because i do think she puts out a good point which is quote it is never too late to check yourself and right your wrongs. I used to be slut shamey, judgmental, and my feminism was not wasn't intersectional enough. Nobody is born perfectly quote woke. Listen, read, learn, grow, change, and make room for everyone. We aren't free till all of us are free. Yeah, which is incredibly delightful to see at the very beginning. Because very likely you go to Jamila Jamil and you're like, wait a minute, she's because anytime somebody has a strong opinion, yep. they're going to try to take that away from you mm-hmm. by taking away your voice by telling you like five reasons why you have contradicted yourself. Mm-hmm. And so for her to just own her stuff right at the beginning and be like, uh, this is an evolution. It's progress. I'm moving from point A to point B. You know, join me if you want. Otherwise, you end up being you end up looking like Piers Morgan, who never seems to learn anything from his inartful words, which is, I think, his brand. And if he's perfectly comfortable with that and he can put his head down on his incredibly expensive pillow every night and, you know, count his money instead of sheep as he drifts off to sleep, by all means, like if you're good with that, Piers Morgan, go to town. Yeah, clearly. You know, self development is not on his to do list. But Jamila Jamil, and this actually makes me think of an earlier topic we talked about, which was Mario Lopez mm-hmm. and the idiotic things he said in an interview um, about having transgender children and the, calling them problematic. Yeah. Um, he apologized. Dangerous. dangerous. Sorry, not problematic. He's problematic. The children he believes are dangerous. Um, he apologized in a way that this is what we would like to see more of in apologies, right? Because all of us have fallen victim to saying something that was not the most sensitive, kind, or thoughtful, or educated. Well, we're all broken people. We are. And we're all, and we can't know everything. But it, the important thing is when somebody's brought something to you and said, I don't think you thought you were saying what you thought you were saying. And, you might want to learn a little bit more about this topic because you were speaking out of ignorance that Mario Lopez's uh, apology essentially said just that I didn't know. And now I'm going to try to learn more and do better. That's the most you can hope for. And that's what Jamila Jamil basically sort of embodies. 
Absolutely. And Piers Morgan does this thing that I hate when people do because they they try to say like, oh, did you know that um, Jamila Jamil has been anti-feminist or she's been anti-whatever or she's said problematic things? Excuse me. All you're trying to do is make her look bad. You don't care about the things that you think she said that were problematic. In fact, you've said very similar things yourself. Right. You are not concerned about her saying anti-feminist things because you are someone who thinks feminism and I'm paraphrasing now. I'm just for the sake of this argument, making an assumption. What I can assume that people would criticize him for saying things about women that would be deemed misogynist. Right. So like, don't act like you are, you know, bearing some cross of anti-misogynist language to make a point about Jamila Jamil. No, you're just trying to make a point against Jamila Jamil because she called you out. Right. Right. And he acts like he's some sort of like crusader who's there to expose everybody's imperfections. No, you exactly. And but you really just that is all about Piers Morgan. And, and it's Piers Morgan. It's I heard you loud and clear. <laughs> but I would just say, I mean, honestly, though, it's a, another lesson and beware of, of that. Yeah. Because that is, a, that is a thing that people will do to try to, you know, get your eyes off the topic at hand. If you don't own your own stuff when somebody calls you out, I mean, that's the least you can do. Right. You can add context, sure, if you think you're being unfairly called out. Right. But if there's a truth there and you don't acknowledge it, it's very obvious to the people it's who so see obvious. it. It's so obvious <laughs> that you are just trying to call her out because she called you out. Exactly. Because you're just ad hominem throwing things at her. Exactly. Uh, I, I wanted to add this. Actually, everything I just kind of shared with you was very well put together in Cosmopolitan magazine, which you just debagged. However, there is at the end of that... Oh. I'm so glad you're about to say this. Go ahead. There's a poll. Mm -hmm. Are you on Piers or Jamila's side? 81% are on Jamila's side. But I also just think that's dumb. (laughs) So I want to, I want to point out Cosmos. Yeah. You know, like, you know, what's not dumb though, is that we did a similar poll yesterday. No, but that's, (laughs) let me, let me acknowledge your statement. And just point out, though, that's not the same thing because we were right. <laughs> that's true. And what we were right about. I'm just saying it seems a little trite to have this conversation and be like, well, who's that are you on? Well, of course, Cosmo. Right. You're framing this in such a way that, of course, Pierce is going to look like a D-bag. Well, they're ma- and they're going to make it into a battle. It's just going to be a battle. Yeah. That's because that's what we do in 2019. Oh God, we do it on our own show. We did. But we were right. And don't we think did for win. a hot we second <laughs> we aren't going to take a victory lap because we got 71%, I believe. Yes. Yesterday, the yeah. poll that we asked people about. Which was uh, Shamila. So not Jamila. Jamil. Okay. Shamila, Shamila is Camila is Cabello and um, Sean Mendez. We think that that is a publicationship, a relationship solely for their publicity, specifically of their song, but for their own careers. Uh, we think it's fake. Lori and Julia think it's 100% real. We asked you. 71% of you agreed with us on the Colleen and Bradley show. Mm-hmm. Mic drop. Thanks Bye. for playing. Bye. When we come back, here's the question. Would you rather have no vacation and get paid more or have unlimited vacation and get paid half of what you pay? get paid now? 651-641-107. A little exercise. Uh, and feel free to... At NetApp, we're, dare we say, in love with the cloud. And we're consumed by its epic potential. For years, we've been fine-tuning our approach. 
Heck, we love the cloud so much, we integrated all our data management experiences into it. NetApp makes the cloud work smarter and harder by letting you connect your data no matter where it is, access and securely manage your data, automate processes and optimize infrastructure, unlocking all your data's possibilities. Tap now or visit netapp.com slash love to see how amazing the cloud can be. Splash Weather Repel Premium Windshield Wash features a 3-in-1 formula that repels rain, sleet, snow, and bugs while leaving a streak-free shine. It keeps you seeing safely all year long. Pick up some at Walmart today. See safely on the road when you apply a little splash. 